The Discover College Soccer Podcast is sponsored by VO. VO is the number one AI camera solution helping players capture college recruitment videos. Check out their new starter and family options by clicking on the link in the description or visit Discover College Soccer to learn more. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Discover College Soccer. Today, I'm lucky enough to be joined by Coach Juan Garcia from Nichols State in Louisiana. Welcome, Coach. How's it going? Good, good. Glad to have you here. Uh, you, you guys uh, are are just outside New Orleans, one of my favorite cities, because, uh, I mean, I could eat crawfish etouffee all day, every day if someone let me. But uh, but so I'm, I'm excited to hear about what's going on there at, at, at your school. Um, you know, with, with these, I always like to kind of start talking about recruiting. And it's kind of a weird time right now. You and I are talking here uh, mid-October. Um, so how... How much work have you been doing in the fall on recruiting and, and kind of where does your class of 24 sit right now as we sit in mid-October? Um, we've been doing a fair share. Um, so it started back, we had our ID camp right at the beginning of preseason. Um, so right at the last weekend of, of July. Um, so that's kind of our last ID camp. We've had some kids that we've been talking to from there. Some kids that have been in the process for about six, seven months from now um, along the way. And then um, we've definitely still been answering emails um, all fall um, as we've been going. Um, pretty much hoping to have everything wrapped up in the next three weeks um, in terms of 24s. Oh, wow. Um, so we already have 25s on the radar already, but uh, we are looking for a couple pieces still on that for that 24. So we're trying to get wrapped up or uh, closed up. So would you, would you say it's fair to say that, that by the end of 2020, 23 you're hoping your class of 24 is you know locked up or all but all but maybe one spot locked up is that kind of where you guys like to have it yeah for yeah. sure okay well in terms of of that class and the recruiting that you guys are doing you mentioned you have an id camp but in terms of of events and places you like to go uh tournaments you know kind of are on your must-see uh list where, where is it that you guys like to see players the most um, right now it's probably going to be West Coast based. Um, so we'll probably hit up a uh, surf cup as we go. Um, a couple of ECNL events as well. Um, luckily for us, I will actually be traveling back to the East Coast uh, for a little bit of winter break. So I'll hit up all the, everything up in Virginia, my neck of the woods, um, contacts that I have out that way, whether it's ID camps, working with clubs or um, just attending tournaments for about a month or so while I'm out there. Okay. Well, you you mentioned you guys do an ID camp there end of July and, and ID camps uh, other places. Do you ha is is the July ID camp the only one you guys you do or and how how important are ID camps in your overall recruiting process, whether it's your own or the ones that you might work other places? Um, they're definitely fairly important. Um, a lot of the times we will have our, our players, especially if you like that July one, all of our players will report um, to kind of work that camp, so they'll be a part of it. Um, so they'll actually get to see firsthand what the team looks like, um, how we kind of go through everything, what that standard is like. Um, we also have one at the end of or right around March. So right around the end of March, um, we look to have another one. We're trying to plan something to see if we can get something end of January, beginning of February as well. Um, see if that's something in the, that we can get going. Um, but just trying to attract kids from different places. So we know high school soccer is big down here in Louisiana. Um, so uh, we usually pull a lot of those kids, uh, but by having something in the middle or towards the end of January or February, then we also kind of get some kids that are ending high school season or right before high school season from other states like California, Texas, um, out East Coast as well. 
Okay. Well, whether it's at an ID camp or, or one of the events you're going to attend, kind of what makes up the hierarchy of things you're looking for in a player, whether that's on the field stuff or off the field stuff? Um, well, I mean, eyes are on everything. So we'll have everything recording um, through our VO as well. Um, so we can check out like body language responses, stuff that we can't pick up in games while we're actually coaching. Um, but a lot of it that we're looking for, um, especially throughout those warmups and those first small sided games is just technical ability, um, decision making in small spaces, um, kind of how we go from there, um, ability to kind of connect with others, creativity, um, a lot of the stuff that you won't be able to see necessarily when we go 11 v 11 if we have 35 people at the side D camp. Um, so kind of really getting that personal one-on-one, getting a good look on people, um, and just kind of seeing kind of what makes up personality wise. Okay. Well, and, and I get this question asked a lot. I always love to hear, uh, different coaches perspectives, but in terms of when you're out there recruiting, you know, you, you, you let's just say, you know, you, your 24s are, are mostly done. Let's, let's think 25s for instance, you know, um, how much of the the people that are that you're really recruiting how much of it is people that you've gone out and identified somehow whether that's at an id camp or at an event or something versus the conversation starting because a player reached out to you and said hey i'm interested in in nickels here's my tape would you come watch me play that sort of thing what do you think that split um, looks like it's probably about 50 50 maybe 60 40 in terms of players reaching out um, so right now, especially, um, with our recruiting budget, it's tough to get to a bunch of different places right now. Um, so a lot of those players reaching out to us, um, we do end up having those conversations with them, seeing where they're at. If we do like their game film, um, their highlight film. So that does make a big impact. Um, uh, but then a lot of it is also like when we do have chances to get out to these tournaments, um, can we see them, um, in person, see them in different atmospheres, see them something where they're a little bit more comfortable. Um, and kind of seeing how they kind of react to things that way and um, kind of seeing how that would apply into our system as well. Okay. And then when you, when you are recruiting these players are, do you reach out to club coaches, high school coaches to, to get their input as well? Um, it'll depend on the area. Um, so um, somewhere like here in Louisiana, we'd reach out to their high school coaches just because it's so popular down here um somewhere more east coast maybe like virginia or uh somewhere west coast like california then we're probably reaching out to their club coach um or other contacts that we that we have okay well in terms of uh the school let, let's let's dig in a little bit more i'm sure there's some folks out there not familiar uh with Nichols, but um you know you you made the move there a couple years ago i think uh to to be coached so you know, what are some of the things that you found that are, that are really attractive about the school that you really like? Maybe even some things we wouldn't know just by going through the website. Um, I think the program right now is definitely on an upswing. Um, so this is year three of Coach Bodine's um, kind of rebuild of it. Um, so right now we got some really good pieces. Um, I think our biggest problem right now is just we're super young. We're starting seven to eight freshmen, sophomores every game. Um, so just kind of going through that process of learning how to win, but that core is strong and they're playing pretty well together as the season's going on. Um, facilities wise, um, top notch. We have our own, we, there's not a men's team here. So our facilities are our own. We don't have to share them with anyone. Um, so we have a brand new um, 
turf building that just got opened up that we kind of share with football. Um, that's an indoor outdoor uh, turf facility. We have a turf field that we practice on that's owned by the community. Um, but we actually just got a $4 million donation as well this past fall that we're going to get a uh, groundbreaking in November uh, where they're going to expand our soccer facility. So brand new locker rooms, a brand new turf field, stadium, um, weight room and everything built into our own facilities, which is going to be nice, um, kind of huge for our program, kind of put us in the top two, top three in the region. Um, definitely best in our conference in terms of facility-wise for soccer as we're kind of going forward. And then just the community, um, a lot different than anywhere else I've been. Um, everyone kind of looks out for each other. Um, campus is pretty beautiful. Um, facilities for like dorms for recruits, um, pretty great. There's a, they have a pool, <laughs> if that says anything in terms of like the actual like dorms areas and stuff that they can kind of go to. Um, so, I mean, campus is pretty walkable as well, which people seem to like. Um, and then we're, if you do want that big D1 life, um, or kind of those kinds of events. We're 45 minutes from New Orleans. Uh, we're 45 minutes from LSU. Um, but we also have D1 football here as well, which definitely uh, makes a big impact for us as well. Okay. Well, besides the soccer component, right, uh, kids are there to go to school, try to get that degree. Uh, so how do your student-athletes really balance the demands of, of being a D1 soccer player with the, the demands of, of the academic rigor as well? Um, so we have the school specifically is very big in terms of like nursing. That's probably our most popular major. Um, we have a partnership with the local hospital over here and we're top five in the region um, for that um, guaranteed placement for the most part in terms of job security. Once you come out of that nursing program, that's because it is so intense. Um, so we do have a lot of kids, whether it's nursing, allied health, which is like physical therapy, PT. Um, and it is a big balance, right? Um, we do a really excellent job in terms of academic success center where we have one specifically for our athletes where they can get any tutoring or anything that they that they need um, so it's never going to be too crowded um, we do a really good job setting them up with tutors setting them up with extra help um, and then just planning around those schedules um, i think one thing that we do here in terms of practices to kind of help alleviate that um, in the fall in the season we're practicing 6 a.m every day um, so we're done by 8 a.m um, kids have the rest of the day to kind of focus on their studies uh, recovery, anything else they need. Uh, so we kind of help them plan out that schedule along that way. Um, we'll have certain kids by the time they get junior, seniors that will have like clinicals uh, for some of those other majors. Then we do a pretty good job being flexible in terms of um, getting them scheduled. If they have to miss practice every now and then in order to kind of get some of that stuff done, then we're uh, we're pretty good that way as well. Yeah, because that's, uh, you know, I think one of the things I hear the most is nursing uh, and college athletics tends to be uh, hard to do together, especially at a D1 environment. So that's awesome that you guys have that uh, that support and that that setup to help them with that. I think a lot of these kids coming in as well that do want to have that nursing program kind of in the back of their mind. A lot of them have done dual enrollment as it is. So they've kind of knocked out some of those easier credits um, by the time they already got here. So it lets them kind of space everything out, manage their schedule a little bit better. Um, so that's definitely a plus uh, when it comes to that stuff. Because those first two years, you don't know what you don't know in terms of scheduling being away from home. Um, so the better you can kind of get that planning wise and kind of spacing yourself out, making sure you don't get burnt out, then the better it is for everyone. For sure. For sure. Well, when it comes to college, uh, one of the big things everybody's wondering, especially us parents who are stroking checks, is uh, what's this going to cost me, right? So, you know, I'm not holding you to hard numbers here, but if you can just give me an overall idea of of what it 
what it costs to go to school there, what kind of an average soccer player might be looking at in terms of aid, whether that's academic, athletic, or, or any other type of, of aid that might be available? Yeah, I think that's one of the things that kind of set us apart and kind of gives us an advantage. Um, we have not raised tuition in the last seven years. So everything's kind of stayed the same. Um, we're pretty much one of the top two, top three cheapest schools in the state. Um, so right now, I believe, let's say you're going for nursing or anything that's super science related, um, you're probably spending about 21, 22 a year uh, before any academic or athletic aid. Um, if you are out of state, um, it's about $800 more. But um, if you're a student athlete, then that out of state tuition gets waived. Uh, that You get that $800 back. Um, so depending on what your GPA, SAT, uh, ACT scores are, um, you can get anywhere probably from four to six thousand around there ballpark financial aid wise um so i mean overall with no athletic aid you're probably paying around 15 16 um which is pretty good especially if you compare it to, to some of the east coast schools or some of the schools in california areas that we're recruiting from um so that definitely makes a big difference yeah for sure well, let's talk a little bit more about the soccer side of things. I know you mentioned you got a lot of freshmen and sophomores right now, but just in terms of your roster build, is there a, a target size that you guys feel is ideal for, for your roster? Um, I think right now, especially while we're building, um, probably staying around 35 or a little bit under um, is kind of our goal. Um, obviously, um, that number can go up or down a few numbers either way, um, but I think 35 based on injuries and kids taking different majors that are going to be tougher than others having to miss um, and just kind of regular nicks and bruises that we need in order to, to rotate through a tough schedule. Um, 35 is probably the number that we're at. Um, ideal. We probably like to get closer to 28 um, once we have a more senior type of roster, but um, for right now with the development and stuff that we're pouring into them about 35 is probably about a good number for us. Okay. Well, and besides the, the 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 roster of players, you got a a staff roster, right? You, you're the the first assistant over there. Can you talk more about your staff, the other coaches, or or even support staff within the athletic yep. department that help with the team? Uh, what do you have there? Um, so we have our head coach Rob. Um, so he's making sure kind of everything's taken care of, big picture, and kind of helping to plan out training. Um, his wife Sandra is our director of operations, so she'll make sure uh, books, hotels. Uh, meals, all that kind of stuff, uh, making sure all the uniforms and everything are clean for all the girls. Um, then we have our trainer, Myra. Um, so she's making sure on a day-to-day -day basis she's out there with us 5.30 in the morning getting everything set up for these kids, um, ice baths, um, everything like that. Um, in terms of actual support stuff from the athletic department, we do have like a chiropractor that comes in once a week, which is huge for us. Um, we also have uh, Miss Jen, who's our academic advisor. She's the one making sure that players get all their excuse letters, making sure that <clears throat> taking care of in terms of that academic side, uh, planning their schedules out, um, getting everyone tutors and all that kind of stuff, making sure everyone stays on track. Um, and then overall, just a great overall athletic department in terms of getting us what we need. Um, we know things are tough, especially with budgets and everything, especially in the state of Louisiana. Um, but they've done a really good job making sure, hey, we really need this. Uh, for our program to help us out and they found a way to make it to get it done okay awesome well in terms of on the field you know can you tell me more about uh your your style of coaching coach rob style of coaching and, and kind of the style of play you guys are open to implement 
Yeah. Um, so we're trying to play a four three three. Um, so very much uh, midfield dominated in that regard. Um, we want to play through our six, eight, ten. Uh, try and find that nine whenever we can, um, and try and be aggressive on that press front foot forward and kind of go forward from there. Um, I think the one area we're struggling right now is trying to find a more natural goal scorer. We've had to kind of manufacture everything that we've that we've done this so far this season, um, which is part of our struggles. Um, but um, in terms of like coaching styles, I think my role on the team is making sure that all all players, not only the starters, but players 33, 34, 35, are kind of taken care of, make sure everyone kind of knows what their roles are on the team, um, kind of be that sounding board between them and Coach Rob, um, but also um, individual development at that point. So if anyone needs to do extra sessions, something that they want to develop or work on personally, then they come to me. Uh, we kind of set up some time and kind of knock out those sessions and kind of have a plan going forward um, that way. Um, on game day, my role is um, kind of work through things with Coach Rob, um, if he has any questions or sees something, just kind of confirm it or kind of go a different way, um, help him out with subs in that regard. But um, the plan has been laid out all week in terms of what we've been wanting to do. So we're on the same page that way, um, which is really nice. Um, I think my coaching style is a lot more personality based. I'm kind of worried about these players as individuals, um, kind of pick, seeing what buttons you can push, what do they need off the field, on the field. Um, to make sure they're being taken care of as people, not only as soccer players, um, and kind of seeing how we go from there and blend all that in. Um, I know we had some issues at the beginning of the season, just real like growing pains as a team, um, and kind of being able to be that third party in there to kind of work some of those things out um, and kind of make sure everyone stays on the same page. And that's kind of been my focus all season. Um, Coach Rob is a former goalkeeper. So he's pretty hard on our goalkeepers in terms of technique and um, how they do things. So um, that's pretty much his big focus along with um, the midfield, um, getting those combinations right, um, seeing how we play out of the back and things like that and just kind of keeping that big picture overall. Okay. Well, I really appreciate your time. You've, you know, we've covered a lot of ground, but the, the way I like to end these is, uh, you know, if you had one nugget, one piece of advice, information that you want to make sure any parent player student athlete going through this college recruiting process uh would have what, what would that one piece of information you hope everybody would know um i think especially at this level um at the d1 level is just figuring out how much you actually love soccer um because at the end of the day um whether you're a freshman or whether you're a transfer going in somewhere like things are not always going to be easy um it's going to be hard at some point um, and when things get hard, if you don't love the game, that's kind of when these other distractions and everything kind of come in. Um, but if you really love the game and you really love soccer, um, there's no question that you're going to put in the work and still kind of grind through it and ask for help and kind of look for what you need at that point. Um, so it's just how much do you really love the game? Cause you really have to love it at this level because bigger rosters, everything's competitive. Um, and it's, it's four years. So make sure you find somewhere that you like and make sure that you really love what you're doing. Um, so that when things get hard or injuries happen or anything that, you know, you're going to battle back and put in the work. Love it. Absolutely. Love it. Couldn't agree more. Well, coach, wish you the best of luck as you close, close out the conference uh, schedule here. And uh, you really need to make sure you get down to Florida, some Bradenton to some ECNL and other events down here so we can hang out. All right. Gotcha. Man. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you. <laughs>
Hi, everybody. It's Matt from Discover College Soccer. I hope you're enjoying the podcast, whether that's on YouTube or your favorite podcast platform. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. I also wanted to let you know about the Discover College Soccer Study Table. This is our brand new online portal that is complete with a 14-part online course giving you all of the ins and outs of the college soccer recruiting process. There's also a wealth of resources such as checklists, templates, there's the spreadsheets that have every soccer program in the country along with their coaches, their contact information, their social media information, uh, some basic stats about the school and more. Plus there's an online community where you can ask your questions, share your wins, your losses, any questions that you may have around the college soccer recruiting process. It's all there at the Discover College Soccer study table that you can find at discovercollegesoccer.com slash study table and hopefully we will see you there.